Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. We have reached August. We uh, The weather continues to be absolutely outstanding. One of the best summers we've had here in the Northwest uh, in a number of years. Courses are in pristine condition. Uh, getting a lot of, uh, getting a lot of extra roll out there for, uh, somebody that plays old man golf. Uh, appreciate that off the tee. Get those, uh, 260, 270 yard drives now. Not all carry. Gotta love the, uh, courses that build the tee box. So the wind comes with the ball also. Exactly. You love that. Yes. That is a uh, big Will Ortner filling in. Apparently, uh, Will Darkens, uh, well, he had uh, he had dad duty this morning. Hey man, sometimes uh, dad duty takes over. Will had to take over, and um, I, I don't have dad duty. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't have to deal with. Well, that. I was that was suggested at one point uh, when it was uh, made known. Yes, Will Ortner can uh, cover Will. It left it vague, and they're like, "Was well, he covering me in the studio, or is he babysitting?" To which I said. Uh, will Ortner and babies in the same sentence, uh, generally not coming to the, to the forefront of the mind yet. You're not there yet. No, no. You got to be uh, six years old and then I'm your teacher. There you <laughs> I'm, go. I'm not, uh, yes. I'm not taking, there's no diapers being changed. Let's be very no. clear on that. No, no, we don't need to, we don't need to burden you with that yet. So, uh, just two more shows this week and next week for me. And then that'll do it. Uh, a uh, a um, well, it's a whole conspiracy of events. I am taking my summer vacation uh, there in the middle of August. The hops will have a two week road trip, and uh, so a little uh, taking my son, a little college graduation to our uh, little family place. To, uh, others in the family have a spot down in Maui. Nice. Nice. So uh, taking the lad who's a fisherman, we have a sport fishing charter ready to go. 
I don't. I couldn't sound any more like Oswego this morning saying that. I I realize that for all of you out there. But uh, but yeah, he's a fisherman. So we're gonna go see if we can catch something ginormous and eat it for the week. And then the Seahawks have a preseason game early on August 26th. They're at Lambeau Field with a 10 a.m. kick. So 8 a.m. pregame right here on the fan, once again serving as your home of the Seahawks. And then uh, Labor Day weekend, the Ducks start it with a uh, noon kick against Portland State. So pregame probably starts at 4 in the morning. I don't know everything we got cooked up yet. So Will Ortner will be here part of Saturdays, I'm sure, uh-huh. uh, with all the news and the, the Ducks' final go-round in the Pac-12. In fact, the final go-round of the Pac-12 uh, as we know it. But we will break from the demise of the Conference of Champions here on this Saturday, and we will talk a little golf. The PGA Tour, last chance for guys to get in the field of 70 now for the FedEx Cup playoffs, which will begin next week. And so some big names actually right on the bubble. Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry trying to play their way in. Justin Thomas has not missed a FedEx Cup playoff since he got his tour card, but he is in danger of doing so. Billy Horschel right now looks like the one who might be able to play his way in. He started in the uh, like 116 coming into the week, but right now solo second. We'll see if he can hold that. Uh, the, also the tour has leaked out. It will be formally released when they get to Memphis next week for the, uh, St. Jude championships and the first stop on the FedEx cup playoffs, the formal 2024 schedule. They will go back to a traditional schedule that starts, uh, with the, I guess it's no longer the tournament of champions. It's just called the century. Now at the plantation course at Kapalua, that is still the first, if you win, you get into that event. But I think also like the top 40 point getters or something, I think they'll have a field of around 70, 75. Now that'll be the first event. And then the tour championship, um, will be Labor Day weekend at East Lake, and that's it. There will be a fall schedule. That'll be more for uh, guys that finished outside the top 125, uh, the guys that will graduate from the Corn Ferry to get out there. They can improve their status position, but they won't necessarily get FedEx Cup points for the next season for that. So it's uh, it's been about 10, 11 years with this wraparound schedule uh, that's been going on, but that's being ditched at this point. It's more of a traditional. We'll start in January in Hawaii. We'll go forward. We'll play the fall schedule. Uh, but they've kind of, after having these elevated designated events this season, they got a feel for what the players liked, where they liked them on the schedule, what they didn't like, how big to make the fields. Uh, there's only going to be a handful of no-cut events now, going back to the way it was when we had those World Golf Championship events. Um, so... It shouldn't be as disruptive as maybe it was all the panic of, well, you chastise the Live Golf Tour for having these 54-hole no-cuts events, and now you're going to have limited field no-cut events with bigger purses. What's the difference? So um, some of the hosts insisted that they have a cut. Uh, So we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, Tiger Woods was added to the player advisory board for the PGA Tour, making six players on that board uh so the players now have as much control over the future of the pga tour and the highest level professional men's golf in the world as they have ever had as the wrangling over the unification 
under the PIF and what happens to Live Golf and the DP World Tour, all of that uh, continues to go through the machinations of what it's going to look like. It's going to take a while. It appears the litigation between the two tours has finally been taken care of no longer exists in the court, but the New York Times is hoping to get their hands on some of the sealed documents. We'll tell you about that. Coming up at 8.30 in the business of golf, we are less than a month from the LPGA Tour stop out at Columbia Edgewater and uh, hoping that they're going to have a really good field with the uh, preceding week's event up in Vancouver, B.C., Uh, so hoping that there are a fair number of the top players uh, to come to play here to get ready for the Solheim Cup uh, there. But uh, I had the opportunity to play Columbia Edgewater earlier in the week. The University of Portland's uh, fundraising invitational was out there. Course is just absolutely dialed in right now. Um, we had a great time with our group, but I thought, what a perfect time to bring Director of Golf Brian Tunstall and Head Superintendent Jim Myers on. And just for just kind of take you behind the scenes of, okay, the course is great. The summer weather has been great because it's been fairly consistent and predictable for them. Uh, We don't have smoke going on right now. It's been a relatively mild summer as far as wildfires go. It's not, you know, they still happen, but we haven't had the smoke take over the area. We haven't had the extreme heat. It hasn't been overly wet. So now, between now and then, because there's no grandstands up, there's there's you wouldn't know there's a tournament coming in a month. All the behind-the-scenes things that are going to start happening uh, over the next few weeks out there at Columbia Edgewater, just how much effort it takes, how long they've already been working on the course, what they do in the next couple of weeks to get it ready for top professional women to come there, and then um, – all the other sort of behind the scenes, the the grandstands, how that comes together and sponsor tents and all of those sorts of things. So Brian and Jim going to join us at 830 in the business of golf, uh, kind of take us behind the scenes on, on how all that comes together and just the army of people that it takes uh, to pull off a professional golf tour event. So that's what's on the docket today. Uh Glad you are along with us. Hope you have a tea time uh, going because the weather should be excellent once again for everybody. Uh, But let's get started like we always do by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Champions Tour is off this week. They are making their way back to the United States after uh, the latest major, the Senior Open Championship. And, uh, boy, they survived just god-awful weather over there in Scotland. It was it was just it was bad and never got better. Alex Cheka uh, pulling off the victory. His He only has three career uh, major victories on the Champions Tour, but they're all majors, and this is third one. Uh, he beat Padraig Harrington in a playoff at plus five. VJ Singh third at plus seven. So uh, that's how it went. 
So congratulations uh, to him. They will be back stateside. They'll be up in uh, Seattle at the uh, the Boeing event coming up in August. Corn Ferry Tour, just three more events before they get to their playoffs. Everybody scrambling, trying to get into either the top 30 to get their tour cards, the top 75 to play the playoff events. They're in Utah, one of the longer-running events on the Corn Ferry Tour, the Utah Championship presented by Zion's Bank. And once again, they are going low. You have a three-way lead at 14 under, three guys looking for their first Corn Tour uh, victories, Corn Ferry Tour victories, Kevin Doherty, who shot a 10 under 61 in round two, Shad Tootin and Christopher Peatfish. Uh, our local golfer, Alistair Doherty, two solid rounds, 69, 68, minus five, but he was one off the cut. Uh, that's what you're starting to see. They set up these courses to let these guys make birdies go low. Uh, I'll be interested to see maybe if we start seeing some course setups. It'll be something we look at next year on the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, with all of these elevated events coming, uh, a lot of discussion on the PGA Tour about do we prefer to watch events where there's a little bit more challenge? Do we like to see a winning score more in the 8-under to 12-under range? Uh, have some top events, maybe, you know, it's six or seven under wins it. Obviously, the majors, uh, weather conditions play a huge factor in it, we understand. But uh, not not having these birdie fests necessarily where, you know, 20 under, 24 under is going to win. It's okay from time to time uh, to have those. And some events, the team event in, in Louisiana, uh, down in New Orleans, always fun. You're playing a little best ball, those sorts of things. It's fun. And certainly some of the tournament stops that, you know, don't have the designated event, maybe don't have prestige, uh, have the depth of the fields. You need something that uh, makes it palatable for TV and for uh, galleries coming out. Uh, but unfortunately, Alistair right now uh, looking for one big finish, trying to get him up into the top 35, but he's hovering right around 90 right now. The women still over across the pond. Congratulations to Celine Boutier, who won her first major last week at the Evian, and she parlays that right back into the lead. She has caught Maya Stark here in round three of the uh, Freed Group Women's Scottish Open. They are in Ayrshire, Scotland. They are playing Dundonald Lynx at 6,320 yards. Fairly mild conditions for them. Temperatures in the 60s, winds down uh, 10 to 15 miles an hour. So not uh, not the conditions we saw for the men. Uh, but you're seeing a lot of names up at the top of the leaderboard that you are likely to see on the European uh, Solheim Cup team in a couple of months. But Celine Boutier, Tana, Maya Stark, one of the young up-and-coming golfers uh, on the uh, Ladies European Tour at 11 under. Patty Tavitanikit from Thailand right there at 10 under. Hanako Shibuno, who had the lead going into the third round. She is three over through 15. Uh, Madeline Sagstrom at minus eight. Caroline Headwall at seven under. A couple of uh, Solheim Cup veterans there. The top American, Andrea Lee, is at six under, tied for ninth there. So coverage this morning over on Golf Channel. And then they will have their last major, the AIG Women's Open, next week from Surrey, England. Uh, and then they will start to make their way back across the pond. Uh, they'll be the CP. Uh, CPKC Women's Open Vancouver, British Columbia. That'll be uh, the week of 
uh, August 24, 25, 26, 27. And then Labor Day weekend, they'll be out at Columbia Edgewater for the Portland Classic. PGA Tour's last regular season stop, the Wyndham Championships. They are at Sedgwick Country Club in Greensboro, North Carolina, par 70, 7,100 yards there. Russell Henley is your leader, 12 under par. He is safely in the field for the FedEx Cup playoffs. Started the week 34th. He would move uh, close to the top 10 with a victory here. But Billy Horschel started the week 116th. He is now at 65th projected, 11 under solo second, and he's going to need to stay at least there. Not sure if a tie for second would be enough to keep him in the top 70. Adam Svensson, Lucas Glover, Ben On, and Brendan Todd all tied at 10 under. Uh, Lucas Glover would need to get up into the top two uh, for him to get in. And then everybody uh, down the list looking for who needs a big finish. Davis Thompson is 75th. He right now is at 600, tied for 13th, which would project him at 71. He needs to get up there a little bit further to get in. Sam Ryder uh, needs to stay where he is in order to keep his position. Justin Thomas had a big finish yesterday, came back after a par 70 in the opening round of 565. Nice chip in there on his back nine. He's going to need to move up significantly. He's five under, tied for 26th. That would get him to 75th. He's probably going to need at least a top six or seven finish uh, to get in. Gary Woodland's at 97. Uh, he's minus four. Brant Snedeker, long out there. Um, and then Shane Lowry needs a big finish. Dylan Wu, our local player from Medford, 85th coming into the week. He's three under. One under today so far. Uh, the conditions have let up. It was a deluge on Tuesday. That's what kept scores uh, down. But uh, guys going low. We're seeing three unders so far, three and four unders. So a chance for guys to go out and post a score. Uh, Adam Scott right now, he is at minus six, uh, 77. So Adam will need a big weekend as well, trying to get in to those FedEx Cup playoffs. So that's what makes this tournament uh, fun for everybody as you're not just worried about who's going to win a tournament, but all of the projections going on. Uh, CBS will have coverage of this later on today. They will pick it up around uh, noon. Uh, Golf Channel will start at 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, ESPN Plus has the early round group at 10 a.m. on Golf Channel, and then CBS will pick it up at noon, and they will continue to have all of the projections for you as guys are making birdies, making bogeys, see where they fall to get into the top 70 for the FedEx Cup playoffs next week. So that is uh, where things stand with all the tour and the tour action today. When we come back, the 2024 PGA Tour schedule started to get leaked How are these new uh, designated events um, going to be? What are they actually going to be called? They've changed the uh, vernacular once again. And uh, so we'll get into that. But how it will look, where they're going to put these events, how many no-cut events are there expected to be, and uh, how it will all play out. So we'll get into that. And then we'll be joined by Brian Tunstall and Jim Myers of Columbia Edgewater uh, coming up at 8.30, talking about the preparations for the LPGA Tour coming to town in less than a month. Just getting started here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 820 this morning, Jason Swigardo with you. Coming up the bottom of the hour, we'll get into the business of golf. Brian Tunstall, director of golf at Columbia Edgewater, and Jim Myers, the head superintendent, going to join us. Uh, we'll talk about the preparations going on there, just everything that it goes into and it takes uh, to host a professional tour event. The LPGA Tour will be here in less than a month. Uh, but we'll uh, get into the PGA Tour here. The official release of the 2024 schedule uh, will happen next week in Memphis at the uh, FedEx St. Jude Classic, uh, the first playoff event in the FedEx Cup playoffs. But uh, much of it has been sleuthed out by uh, the golf media. Golf Channel's got a, a big story up, and and it'll start with the Century. Uh, it used to be the Tournament of Champions. Uh, that's going to be an expanded field now. Um, they used to just have kind of, you know, 30, 35 in there. Uh, some of the players would take it off, but now it's being um, in this designation. So they're now called signature events. Hopefully they stick with this. They were designated events, then they were elevated events. Uh, but going forward, the tournaments with uh, the big purses, some will have limited fields, invitation only. They're called signature events. There are 16 of them on the calendar. Now, eight of them are taken care of by things that have been there forever. The four majors, the players, and the three FedEx Cup playoff events. So that's no big deal. Uh, the others will be the Century, the 18T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, the Genesis Invitational, that's Tigers Tournament at Riviera, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, uh, the RBC Heritage, which is the one in Georgia there, Sea Island, Georgia, right after the Masters. The Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow. Uh, Jack Nicklaus's tournament, the Memorial in Dublin, Ohio. And the Travelers Championship, that's the one up in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, or Cromwell, Connecticut, uh, that's usually played right after the U.S. Open. Uh, so... There, But there's only going to be five that will be no cut. This was a big deal. 
uh, all of the litigation that was going on, all of the infighting over guys going to the live tour, should they be allowed to get uh, World Cup or golf world ranking points? All that stuff was they're not playing real competitive golf. It's 54 holes. It's a limited field. It's no cuts. They aren't going through the same competitive sort of situation as they are on the PGA Tour. And then they turned around and announced all these reduced fields and these higher purses and stuff's guaranteed and they're no cuts. There's only five events that are going to be no cuts. They would feel sm- uh, smaller fields, 70 to 80 players. Um excluding, obviously, the majors and the players' championship. They will continue to go on. They are their own entities. They're just slapping this signature event on it so they can um, coat, you know, ride the coattails of those events. This is kind of what those World Golf Championship events used to be. Uh, you had the one out in Firestone um, it, at Ohio. Uh, the other thing that's not on here that I don't see is a... Um, a match play event. So I don't know if that's going to come back or not. I would like to see some sort of match play event. Maybe you do add that into the fall schedule, um, but I don't know what sort of field you would get if it's after the fact and, and the points don't count for anything unless you have a ridiculous purse that goes along with it. Um, but it'll start January 4th, the Century Plantation Course at Kapalua. Uh, and the traditional West Coast swing. Now, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, this will be the interesting one uh, with a limited field of just 70 or 80. Are they still going to have all the Pro-Am stuff uh, that we've gotten you know, used to over the years there at Pebble Beach? We'll see how that goes. Uh, then you've got the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open in between them and then the Genesis Invitational uh, at Riviera. There, that will end the West Coast swing. You've got the uh, the American Express down in La Quinta, the Farmers Open at uh, in La Jolla out of Torrey Pines. So the traditional West Coast swing. Uh, then you've got you will have some alternate events when they have these smaller field no cut events. So you'll have a Puerto Rico Open opposite the Arnold Palmer Invitational in March. Uh, you will have. The Punta Cana Championship opposite the RBC Heritage out at Hilton Head. That's after the Masters. Um, And so it's interesting kind of where they are placing these these, uh, designated events. Hopefully, everybody will get to play. Now, the piece that will come next week, uh, the other thing is we got Olympics next year. So we got to make room for that. That is the first week of August that they will play. That'll be out in Paris. Um, and there won't be anything else going on that week. Obviously, you know, it'll just be the top four, up to four players from each country, the way they have that set up. There's also an event to be determined that will be opposite the Scottish Open uh, for players not qualifying for the Open Championship. The Barracuda out in Reno uh, will go on the same weekend as the Open Championship. They're playing Troon uh, this next year. But there is an event to be designated opposite the Scottish Open. So we'll see what might step into there. Uh, some some golf courses that traditionally have uh, been uh, the Greenbrier uh, out in West Virginia. That was always a fun event. That's kind of gone by the wayside. So we'll see if maybe they can get back at least with some 
uh, PGA Tour status. So that's kind of how it sets up. It will look uh, very, very similar, but we're seeing these uh, designated events uh, coming more on the heels of the um, the majors, although the Memorial, Memorial will be right before the U.S. Open and the Wells Fargo is the week before the PGA. So those two, and I think that's good. I think that's what you want. You want guys getting into the competitive mode. I'm not real keen on them being the week after majors. I think guys that at the top level, if they've been gearing up for those, they might need a break. Now, I don't know if there's going to be, and it doesn't sound like there's going to be the requirement that they play in all of these in order to get the player impact pool money. Uh, Rory McIlroy took two off this year. It's costing him three million bucks, um, but he needed to clear his head after carrying so much water for everybody. So, uh, but the schedule will look more like it did uh, back in the in the Tiger Woods heyday in the early two thousands. Um, so the idea is to have more of the top players in the world playing more tournaments in a condensed season, and. The results, I mean, the TV from the, those signature events that we saw that weren't already majors was fantastic. So the more times we can get fields like that, there will be opportunities uh, in those limited fields. There will be several ways to qualify. Obviously, the guys at the top of the world rankings list, the guys at the top of the points list will be automatically qualified. Uh, winners uh, during the season, I think, will get in. But they'll also take – there'll be a little uh, mini swings. So of like the three tournaments going into it, the top five or something finishers, it'll be some sort of thing like that. So if you play well on the three weeks going into these signature events, you'll have a chance to get in. And so younger players, uh, players in the middle of the points race that are just keeping their cards but aren't at the top, they will have opportunities to get in. And if they can get in, I hope in the broadcast – there will be time because you're not covering a full field to highlight who these guys are and start to make some of these young, talented guys who are new and young and fresh faces start to make them household names. And I think telling those stories will help them uh, strengthen the field. So it's not so reliant upon 10 guys being in your field, whether or not you're going to get eyeballs to it. So that's what's going on there. Uh, we'll have more on Tiger Woods joining the uh, Tour Policy Board before we get out of here, but let's take a break. We're making the turn. When we come back in the business of golf, just how much goes into putting on a professional tour event? Uh, the Columbia Edgewater team of Brian Tunstill and Jim Meyer is going to join us next, and we'll talk about everything that's going to happen between now and August 21st to get ready for the LPGA Tour. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.32 here this morning, Golf in the Northwest. Glad you are along with us. Center and Saint coming up at 9 o'clock. Then tonight, 5 o'clock, we got Major League Baseball right here on The Fan. Dodgers and Padres continue their series we'll have uh, tonight's game as well as sunday night baseball for you here on the fan <clears throat> pardon me uh but right now very pleased to have joining us on the line the uh the head team over there at columbia edgewater director of golf brian tunstill and uh, certified golf course superintendent jim myers the head superintendent over there as uh, i was there on monday uh, you guys hosted the pilot invitational for the university of portland uh, we had a great time. The course was in immaculate condition, and I know because I was making putts, and <laughs> and so uh, we just had a great time. And it got me thinking, man, the LPGA is going to be here in a month, and you don't see, you know, anything out there right now that would can you know get you ready. We know what it looks like when the tour comes with uh, grandstands all over the place and all the hospitality tents. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, how much work is going to go in between now and August 20th when things have to be ready. So, uh, Brian, Jim, good morning. Thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, first of all, how nice has it been to have a consistent, predictable climate for the summer? Well, it's a lot better than the last couple of years. Uh, we're, actually we're just talking this morning, looking at, you know, a couple of weeks out, it's supposed to get hot again, maybe next Sunday, Monday, uh, back up around 99 or 100 degrees. So it's one thing we're always kind of looking ahead for is weather to plan ahead for our member events and tournaments. And But we've not gone with We've had a pretty decent summer. Jim, what do you think about the stress this summer? Yeah, and it hasn't been bad. Um, obviously, looking forward to the event. Uh, anytime we get in the 90s, you know, you get a little worried. But uh, it looks like uh, we were supposed to be in the 90s this weekend, but it's cooled off quite a bit. So uh, we'll take it moving forward. Well, uh, just the the conditions out there, um, obviously more just the consistency of no, we're not having any extremes. As you mentioned, it might get hot here in August, but um, the greens were unbelievable. Um, And so just curious the way the course is played. um, What, Jim, this is for you. What modifications will you start making between now and, and uh, the end of August for how the LPGA wants the course to to play for the professionals. And do they have um, any professionals that they send out, superintendents on the staff of the LPGA or tournament officials to send out ahead of time to start working with you on those um, uh, modifications? Yeah. um, So really, we won't really 
be doing a, a whole lot different than kind of what you saw when you were out here playing on Monday. We'll, uh, we'll go through and we'll verticut the fairways and do a little bit of top dressing on the fairways just to get that plant to stand up a little bit more so the ball sits up a little bit higher um, so you can get good skin, uh, spin control when you're hitting into the greens. But uh, John Miller is our agronomist. Uh, I've had two phone calls with him this year. I've known John for years. So we've been really good friends. So, um, you know, the agronomist uh, spends a little bit of time with me, but not a whole lot. Uh, they pretty much know what they're going to get when they come to Columbia Edgewater. We try to keep uh, the conditions as consistent as possible uh, year-round. And, uh, you know, um, we always try to offer the best product we can. So there'll be a little bit of prep going in, but uh, it won't be much of a change than what you saw on Monday. Well, yeah, and I was able to get spin, so I know the ladies are going to get some spin. Will you uh, – obviously, the heat might help to firm them up. The greens were pretty um, uh, recep- receptive, um, and so will there be – will you let them go a little bit? Obviously, you don't want to get them burned out, but will will they want them to be a little bit firmer than maybe they were on Monday for us? Yeah, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll get them a little bit firmer, especially if the weather is really good during that week of LPGA. Um, you know, if the forecast is in that 70 degrees, we're kind of looking at long, long range, obviously. And if it's right in the 70s, we'll be able to firm the golf course up, even the fairways. Uh, but, yeah, we'll firm those greens up. Um, we're still mowing them at 090 of an inch, which uh, an eighth of an inch is uh, 0.125. So we're mowing at 0.090. Um, so we'll probably keep the green height right there, but uh, maybe uh, squeeze in a double cut or a single cut, just depending on what the weather's doing and what our green speeds are. Um, we bring uh, Chaz uh, in from Oregon State University. He's a turf professor. Uh, he'll do data collection for us the entire week. Uh, firmness readings, green speeds. Uh, he'll do a moisture content, and uh, he'll help lead us through. Um, it's always nice when you can have a turf professor uh, from Oregon State University to help us out as we go through. No question. No question. Jim Myers, uh, head superintendent out there at Columbia Edgewater. Uh, Brian, now director of golf out there at Columbia Edgewater, uh, you've been out there since 1999. This has become old hat for you in terms of the LPGA uh, coming. Um, from your standpoint now, obviously there is the uh, the tournament staff uh, that, that organizes volunteers, but uh, everything else that goes on, just how many people uh, are getting involved from your staff as well as members of the club between now and and in the tournament, what is what's the project management <laughs> schedule look yeah. like over the next couple of weeks? Yeah, our, the, the the development of this event happens, you know, eleven months in advance. We're we're moving our tournament calendar to to make room for it. We're moving our member events around. The week of and building up, the week of it's all hands on deck. We have every staff on all departments basically focused on the LPGA, um, from food and beverage to obviously Jim's turf staff, the pro shop staffs. You know, running pro-ams early in the week and help, helping all the patrons that come on site with merchandise and the flow of traffic and making sure people know where they're going. So it's, it's really all hands on deck. The kind of unique thing, I think, from our club standpoint is that we're open the day before and we're open the day after. And so we, we, going back to what Jim was saying, we keep the course in the same shape pretty much every week of the year. We want, we got the LPJ next week or the week after they're coming. Um, so the course it's, it's a lot of extra work for Jim because we have to work around the players. So there's a lot of really early mornings and really late nights because they got to be off the golf course when the players are hitting golf shots on the course. Whereas where our membership's playing off of just a number one tee start, it kind of changes that. And we can, we can work around our membership 
a little bit more than the LPGA. And uh, maybe, Brian, you can talk a little bit. What is obviously, um, you know, you get uh, the Golf Channel out there and the coverage, and so people get to see your amazing facility. But what are some of the other benefits, um, you know, that the membership uh, gets that I don't know if they're financial, but how does it all, having an LPGA event or a professional tour event, uh, how does that boost everything overall for for the club and the operation? That's it. The first thing I'd probably point out is, we have unbelievable practice facilities at our club, and, and the tour takes full advantage of that. We, we're a top 50 private club practice facilities in America, so we have an unbelievable par 3 course that, that is not showcased on television, but our members get to enjoy a par 3 course. We have a short game practice facility right next to it. We have a huge grass range tee. We're on grass 12 months a year, seven days a week at Columbia Edgewater. So a lot of the, lot of the pages, they don't really focus a lot on the golf channel coverage of the, of the range. I wish they would, showing the players warming up and practicing in between their rounds. And that's just a big benefit of our club overall is that our members get year-round golf experience. We, we, we tout our club as a championship golf experience year-round. So even though the tour comes in here a week every year, our members get experience that, you know, the other 51 weeks of the year too. And then, uh, obviously, uh, the pro-ams are such a huge piece, so uh, maybe some, you know, not members get an opportunity to, to come and play. Maybe for some of those that uh, haven't had the opportunity to play yet for both of you, what are uh, some, of the, some of the keys if you're practicing, if you're going to get an opportunity to come play uh, in the Pro-Am or another event like the Pilot Invitational, uh, what do you want to make sure you've got uh, tuned up in your games to take advantage of, uh, of just the immaculate conditions? Yeah, our, our course is a classic A.B. McCann championship design. Um, it's all it's very strategic where you put your ball off the tee to hit approach shots into green complexes. The greens and everything about our course is pretty ripe much in front of you. There's no real tricky hidden shots. Um, biggest thing is try to keep it between the sequoias. We've got a lot of big trees <laughs> that if you're out of position, you are, you're going to have to just basically punch out sideways to get back into play. So tee shots at Columbia, I think, are, are at a premium. And then the greens are just – there are some subtle breaks, too. We, uh, we, we, we had a good team. Our team went well. We were nine under, but we could have been 12 or 13. Just uh, how tricky are those greens? Well, I'll let Jim answer a little bit about our green speed, but our, our greens are so old and they're so mature that there's just so many little subtle one- or two-degree breaks that are really difficult to see with your eye. And the speeds that we keep them at – you know, your speed control is everything in putting. And you watch the tour players come in, and they can adjust that so quickly with different courses they play. And their speed control is so excellent. That's why they make so many putts. But, Jim, I mean, Monday, what do you think the greens were on just a normal Monday this last week? Yeah, I mean, we're trying to keep them right around 12 and a half. You know, like uh, uh, Brian was saying, that we have a high density, uh, you know, on our, uh, on our putting surface. Uh, just so many, so many plant material um, that's on that uh, – on that uh, putting surface that uh, it uh, really takes quite a bit uh, of break, you know, on some of those downhill putts, you know, just because the, the ball rolls so smooth and uh, it's uh, it's always entertaining. Uh, try to read a putt here at Columbia Edgewater. Well, entertaining may not be the word I use, but uh, it's certainly, if you get it on the right line, it's rolling, it's going uh, right in the hole, but, uh, but uh, it's so much fun to play. For people that are uh, planning on coming out and taking in the event, uh, some uh, any any pointers uh, to coming out? I know a lot of people have have been there year after year after year, but uh, for people maybe that are going to take it in for the first time, what are some things they want to keep in mind when they come out at the end of August? 
I will, I'll answer that first. I think the, the, the most enjoyable thing to watch is just the way they prepare for their round of golf. So it's really nice to watch them you know, hit, hitting chips and putts around the putting green, the way they warm up. You know, I think as a golfer, you can kind of learn from them, and the way they approach every golf shot is purposeful, and they, you know, they go through the routine as they're hitting range shots, just like they do when they go tee it up on the first hole of competition. Um, Jim, where are some of your favorite spots on the course that you think are cool to watch them play? Yeah, um, the routing for LPGA is a little bit different um, than for our main uh, members. Um, we reverse the routings; so it gives a little bit of uh, better showcasing on the last hole, but. Uh, um, hole number 10, LPGA route. Um, I think that's a really great hole. Um, it's a long hole. Um, it's interesting to watch uh, how the players play that hole just because of different course management um, and how they try to attack that pin. Um, you know, we've had players in the past where I've spoke to that, uh, you know, they'll hit driver, they'll end up hitting a three wood into that greenside bunker, and uh, they would rather play out of the greenside bunker than be hit a longer shot and be on the backside of that green, especially when we have a back pin. So I think that's a really cool hole for fans to watch. Um, that would be uh, one of the main holes that I would uh, I would suggest if somebody was um, going to watch. Uh, and then you're also close. Uh, we'll have a bunch of food trucks that are on the on the property and a, a little beer garden. So you're always close to the food and the beer garden and be able to watch uh, uh, some of the best players in the world out here. It is. You can get up close and personal. Also, there's some food trucks right there at the um... – uh, in the practice range too, so you can get up and watch their preparation uh, close. The, the access is fantastic right there uh, as well. Brian Tunstill, Director of Golf, Jim Myers, Certified Golf Course Superintendent out at Columbia Edgewater. Thanks so much, uh, one, for hosting the Pilot Invitational and two, for joining us here. We look forward to uh, being out there when the ladies come to town in a few weeks. Yeah, cheers. Look forward to seeing you out here. It's going to be a great week and Encourage everybody to come out and watch the world's finest golfers come play. There you go. We will do that. Brian Tunstall, Jim Myers uh, from Columbia Edgewater. Thank you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you out there in just a few weeks. We'll have more on the LPGA Tour stop uh, next week. And it'll be our last week uh, of the golf show. Football takes over here uh, on the station earlier in August than normal. We'll come back, though. Uh, The PGA Tour board adding Tiger Woods to its um, policy advisor board. He's going to have a big say. That came at the behest of current players on tour to have a little more player presence on there, a little bit more transparency, uh, and somebody kind of a heavyweight that is going to take control back for the future of professional golf uh, for the players. We'll wrap things up here as we come down the stretch. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 849 here this morning, Golf in the Northwest. We're coming down the stretch center in St. Coming up, Luke and uh, Will Ortner will uh, continue the discussion on uh, the Ducks going to the Big Ten, Oregon State 
trying to figure out where it's going to be in terms of a conference uh, in the future. Uh, but thought it was interesting earlier in the week, the announcement came from the PGA Tour Policy Board that Tiger Woods has been added as a sixth player director. He's not replacing anybody. Uh, they increased it. They increased it from four to five last year. Now there are six, so there are more player directors than independent directors. Uh, they are currently searching for one. Randall Stevenson uh, resigned. He had concerns about the agreement that's in the works between the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia uh, and PGA Tour, Live Golf, DP World Tour. Uh, so they are looking for somebody to replace him. But that means Tiger, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cantlay, Webb Simpson, Charlie Hoffman, and Peter Malnati represent the players on the policy board. And the policy board, under the framework agreement, uh, as they continue to flesh out uh, the specifics of it, will be in control of setting policy for whatever new entity uh, is created to direct uh, professional tournament golf around the world in the future. And so this was done. There was a group of 41 players that sent a letter, and I think this goes back to when Jay Monahan uh, got in the room and got this thing done. They were all uh, kept out of the loop. They had no idea this was going on. Uh, and whether or not I think a lot of players are starting to understand why he did it and, and how this is going to work and how it's going to protect the PGA Tour and the integrity of what they have. Um, but uh, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm led a group of 41 players that sent a letter to the commissioner wanting Woods to be appointed. Uh, they have full trust in Tiger. He is now running. He runs two tournaments. One is the the Hero World Challenge, which is a um, – that's a made-for-TV event, similar to Peter Jacobson's uh, event, uh, the old Fred Meyer Challenge. Uh, that's in December. But uh, he is the tournament host and director for the Genesis at Riviera. He is running that now. That's going to be one of the um, uh, signature events on tour. Uh, and he was able to – he understands everything that goes into competitive golf at the highest level that he wants to see – all the players have trust in him. He will be a loud voice in that room. Uh, and I think that and Monahan doing that was a smart thing. Had he denied that or brought Woods on and maybe to replace one and not given the players that extra one. Uh, look, Tiger loves to make money as much as anybody else. So as far as the business aspect of it, uh, he's going to be able to – kind of find a happy medium it's like okay what do we want to do to bring more money in to bring more sponsors in to keep them happy he understands what it is that they are looking for and wanting at the same point uh he knows what players need uh how to support them in terms of getting them to be at their best and focus on tournament golf and not having to do too many uh other sorts of things uh, trying to streamline things. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see just how this plays out uh, in the future. Next year, looks like it's just about organized for them. We'll still have a live golf. They're going to do something. I think the work will go into uh, getting this thing done, getting an agreement done, and figuring out how it's all going to look. 
I think the other piece that the players wanted Tiger on there for was coming up with just what will take place if players from the Live Tour want to get back on the PGA Tour. It will not be easy for them. It will be costly for them. Um, They may have to play their way into status. Uh, They might have to sit out for a while. There might be fines involved. Um, We'll see exactly what it is that they decide will be the punishments um, for guys. There might be some that they don't let back in. Phil continues to double down on live golf. I don't know if uh, anybody will want him back on there. Uh, at any point soon, but eventually there will be a consolidation of everything. Uh, I think people on the DP World Tour, formerly the European Tour, that's the one that is of concern. Uh, will they get relegated to, you know, basically the same as the Corn Ferry Tour? Um, and so for a long time, the the DP World Tour, the best European players, uh, you know, and, and players from Asia had an opportunity to, to come up through that tour. Uh, but what will happen there? Will it be more of a feeder tour into the PGA Tour or whatever, um, you know, or do we finally see, and maybe it's happening through these signature events, finally a single top uh, world tour uh, that goes forward. We'll see what they do with the live golf format. If they keep some aspect of team events, maybe you start to do that in the fall for the all of the guys that qualified for the FedEx Cup tour. Maybe there's a little something for them uh, there with some events that they can uh, take around, maybe rotate um, around to different courses, different parts of the country that don't get to see the PGA Tour on a regular basis come in with some exhibitions uh, in that event. It would be nice to see the PGA Tour uh, get to some places it usually doesn't get to, the Pacific Northwest being one of them um, up here. Uh, it, even if there was an opportunity, there was a certain fascination with being able to see those guys up close and personal when the live stop was here at Pumpkin Ridge a season ago. Um, how compelling the tournament was. Uh, well, we'll see. It was, but to have PGA Tour golfers with an event here in the Pacific Northwest, hopefully when there's decent weather, October would be a great time. Eh, it might rain a little bit, but. You're much more likely to get fair conditions in October than you would uh, in in April or May. It's much more likely to be cold uh, and to be raining there. So we'll keep an eye on it. But it is it is significant that Tiger Woods is on here. We'll have a voice in the room that the players on the tour trust him uh, to have uh, their best intentions at heart as we move forward with how professional golf will be, uh, how the competitions will be set up moving forward. That'll do it for us. Thanks once again to Brian Tunstill and Jim Myers out of Columbia Edgewater, the LPGA just a few weeks away from coming to Portland. Center and Saint is up next. Thank to Will Ortner for uh, sitting in on the board there. He'll be with Luke on Center and Saint next. We'll talk to you next Saturday. That'll do it for us. Until then, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.